One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You can wish for it, or you can work for it. You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Coriel, back for another soul-snatching solo episode, and I am so excited to have so many People listening, I I used to say so many women, but y'all, we got women and men tuning in from all around the world, and I'm so excited about all of the growth. Episode 94 is brought to you by The Work Squad, my private accountability group for women who are going after their goals. Our online support group includes free trainings each month, a goal-setting call each and every Monday morning, and so much more. For details on how you can join the squad for $10, visit workpraceslay.com slash squad. So this is episode 94, as I mentioned, and I have something so exciting, something I've been wanting to do for so long that I'm finally going to do in celebration of our 100th episode. So if you are in the ATL area, be sure to check the show notes so that you can sign up for my listener list that I created so that you can be the first to get the details on this 100th episode celebration because you got to be here. You got to be with me to celebrate 100. So before we get into this week's episode, you know, I got to start out with my church bulletin, got my little announcements ready for y'all. First things first, Work, Pray, Slay weekend, which happens to be the biggest and best women's weekend of the year, is returning to Atlanta October 31st through November 3rd. And I'm telling you, if you miss it, you're going to be big mad, all right? Speaker submissions are opening up on March 1st. 
early bird passes will be on sale on March 15th. If you are interested in having your brand represented, bringing your business to work, pray, slay as a sponsor or a partner, the application for that is in the work, pray, slay Instagram bio. You can also log on to workpraislay.com for more details or check out the work, pray, slay hashtag on Instagram for highlights and recaps of last year's event. My March mentoring group, which focuses on monetization and marketing, is almost completely full. We are getting started next week on Monday, March So you still have a little bit of time to get in where you fit in if you are an existing business owner only. This is not for my aspiring entrepreneurs. This is for existing businesses. If you have been feeling frustrated because your money is not uh, matching your marketing, um, then this is for you. If you want to figure out how you can market yourself offline as well as online, then this is for you. If you want to figure out how you can actually create a strategy behind your social media, then this is for you. If you've been wondering how to get media features for you or your business, if you've been wondering how to build your email list or grow your email list, then this mentoring group is for you and applications are closing soon. Last time I checked, I had five spots left. So if you are interested in applying for that mentoring group, definitely check the show notes um, or my Instagram bio for the link to the application. So I spent the weekend in Vegas, y'all. Had a great time, although it was a little bit colder than I like. You know, I hate the cold. I'm from Chicago and growing up in the cold weather when, when as soon as I got a choice, like as soon as I came of age and had a choice on where I wanted to live, I knew that I had to be down South, like the warm weather is for me. So Vegas was cool, but I definitely got to go back when it's a little bit warmer, but the teacher in me, for some reason, I just cannot do anything or go anywhere without learning some type of lesson. So Here's my Vegas lesson. This is what I what I, what Vegas taught me. One of the things that Vegas taught me that just totally blew my mind, inspired me, and I just had to share with my confessions peeps. So I'm walking through, um, I think it was the Planet Hollywood or the MGM Grand. I'm not sure. But one of those hotels, I'm walking through the casino, and I look at one of like I want to say billboard, but it's really like a huge poster inside of the casino, and it's a Jabberwockies advertisement. Now, for those of you who are around my age, I'm 33, not ashamed to say it, but y'all remember MTV, America's Best Dance Crew. So one of the groups that was probably the most notable group, obviously, from the show was the Jabberwockies. They were the dance crew from San Diego, I believe, or San Francisco, somewhere in California. And they had the face masks and they were amazing, just had their own unique style. So Jabberwockies, I'm super familiar and I'm sure y'all are too, if you're not, Google it. But I look up and I see this Jabberwockies advertisement and I'm like, oh my God, this is so dope. Like I remember the Jabberwockies. How cool is it that they flipped that 15 minutes of fame into this Vegas residency. It wasn't just promoting one show. They literally have a residency in Vegas. That means a full-time gig. Anytime you go to Vegas, you can see the Jabberwockies perform. 
So I'm like, okay, that's pretty dope. I keep walking. I look up and I see a Jabberwockies store, a full-fledged fan shop for the Jabberwockies right here inside of this casino. So now I'm like, oh my God, not only do they have a residency, their following is so crazy. They have an entire fan shop. There's plenty of people in Vegas that have residencies, plenty, but not very many of them have fan shops, an entire retail shop dedicated to just this one act. So my mind is just, you know, it's spinning. Like my head is spinning. Walk a little bit further. And y'all, I look up at the little hanging sign directory that's hanging from the ceiling. And there's an arrow that's pointing to the Jabberwockies Theater. That's a moment of silence. That's a moment of silence for the limiting thoughts and beliefs that you used to have about yourself. Because this is inspiration for all of us of what is truly possible when you're willing to work for what you want, when you are willing to believe in your dreams. Because guess what? I'm sure that when those guys were, you know, spending their nights and weekends performing and practicing for, you know, this dance crew, people around them were probably calling them crazy. People around them, their mamas, their family, their friends were probably telling them that they were wasting their time doing these dance moves, you know, that they should be spending their time making, making money or they should be spending their time doing something more productive, but they stuck to it. They believed in themselves. They saw something more for themselves beyond what everybody else was able to see. And so not only did they go from being a local crew to getting this gig on America's Best Dance Crew, they won on America's Best Dance Crew, took their talents to Vegas, got this residency, opened up this fan shop, and now have an entire theater named after them that's not going anywhere anytime soon in Vegas. Getting paid on a regular basis, passive income, with the shop, using their name, licensing deals, licensing their name, like created an entire legacy building brand just because they were willing to believe in themselves. So that's the lesson that I took away from Vegas. I definitely had to share it with you all. Look it up if you think that I'm lying. I am so inspired by this because you never know what God has for you. Like so many of us are literally blocking our blessings because we're believing so small. We are not even like touching the tip of the iceberg with what is possible if we just pursue life passionately. That's all that they did. They put their passion, their blood, sweat, and tears, their hours into this dance crew and it, it paid off. They put it, they put the blood, sweat, and tears into their dreams and it paid off. So that's what the work with an E is all about. I actually got a DM from somebody um, a couple of days ago that said, yo, I just found your podcast. I love it. But what does the work with an E mean? Like, what exactly is that? And so I figured that a lot of y'all might be new. You might not have my book. You might not, you know, have heard the episodes that I've mentioned it. So I definitely wanted to mention and define what the work with an E is, because that's what the Jabberwockies did. They put their time, their effort, their energy into their own dreams. That's what the work with an E is. The work with an E is the effort and the energy that you dedicate to your dreams outside of what you do for other people, which is the work with an O. 
right? So that's the work with the knee. That's what this workaholic, being a workaholic is all about. It's being willing to believe in yourself, being willing to invest in yourself, being willing to put the time, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the energy, the resources into your dreams, even when everybody else can't see it, even when everybody else doesn't believe it. It's being able to see the vision, knowing that God gave you that vision, even when everybody else doesn't see it. Even before it materializes, you have to be willing to see it. You have to be willing to have that faith because the faith that you have in yourself is going to create opportunities. The faith that the Jabberwockies had in themselves created this platform. It opened up the door for this opportunity. You never know what God has for you. So you have to stop limiting yourself with these limiting beliefs. Believe bigger. Don't miss your blessing because you're not willing to believe bigger, because you're, you're, you're believing the opinions of other people. If they would have listened to what everybody else had to say, they would not have gotten nearly as far as they did. All right. Who knows how many other things they tried out for, how much free work they put in, how many hours they put in before they got to MTV. That's just what we saw. We didn't see the work that that they put on, you know, that they put in behind the scenes. We didn't see all of the man hours that they put in, the sweat, the time they took away from their family and their friends to practice. So do not ever stop working for what you want. God will amaze you by the things that are possible just when you are willing to live life passionately. So that's my little Vegas lesson. Vegas, you can learn all types of things by traveling, all right? You definitely got to get out there and travel the world. So that was my Vegas lesson. But this week's wisdom is coming from the Book of Work, chapter 46. And it goes a little something like this. Resilience. It is one of the most important skills to develop. You have to be able to respond well to loss and disappointment and bounce right back. When you decide to improve your life, the first thing you begin to experience is loss. Pablo Picasso said, every act of creation is first of all an act of destruction. So in other words, the wrong things, bad relationships, self-sabotage, limiting beliefs, always fall apart before the right things, healthy bonds, great opportunities come together. Make an effort to accept loss as part of the process and trust that an amazing replacement is on its way. If you don't already have a copy of my book, Work 101, Get Your Life Together Guide, definitely make sure you log on to shop.coriel.com or click the shop button in my Instagram profile to grab your copy. 77 Health wealth, and lifestyle lessons to help you get your entire life together. Hopefully this week's episode is going to help you do just that. So let's get into it. While I was in Vegas on Sunday, the Oscars came on. And for those of you who don't know, I don't really watch TV. I didn't even know the Oscars was coming on. I'm always somehow a little behind when it comes to the happenings. So if I can't find out on the gram, I probably don't know what's going on. So I'm on Instagram on Sunday night, and I see that the Oscars are on. I see everybody's red carpet looks. 
I was about to talk about the red carpet look, the man in the tuxedo dress, but I don't want to offend anyone. I'm not Oprah yet, so I have to be so, so careful with the things that I say. Um, So I'm not going to go there, but Black people, this episode is definitely dedicated to us. So be prepared if, you know, some feelings might be hurt, but this is my podcast and I have to be able to speak my mind and be honest and my authentic, real, true self on my podcast with my people. So, but I'm not going to go there with the red carpet look. But I saw the red carpet looks and I felt some type of way. Moving past the red carpet looks, I see that everybody's so excited. We're winning these awards. The, you know, I think it was the costume director for Black Panther. I don't think that any of the actors from Black Panther won anything. Don't quote me, but I saw the costume director. And then I saw everybody's tweets and their posts and they're like, Oh my God, Black History Month has been saved. So much black magic, so much black magic. Spike Lee finally wins his first Oscar after 30 years in the game. And now I don't know about y'all, but my first encounter with Spike Lee was school days. Way back in like 1989. School days, in my opinion, was just magical, right? It definitely was full of just so many lessons, so conquering so many stereotypes, just so much Black magic. It was just amazing. A true work of art. Aside from school days, we've seen Crooklyn. We've seen Jungle Fever. We've seen Malcolm X. We've seen, you know, all of these other amazing pieces of art, true art that Spike Lee, do the right thing, right? The list goes on. So many pieces of art with so many amazing lessons that Spike Lee has created, has been the mastermind behind, right? And yet 30 years into this man's career, he wins an Oscar for Black Klansmen. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw any shade. Well, I am throwing a little bit of shade, I guess. But I saw Black Klansman. You know, I love John David Washington, so I definitely saw it for him. But of course, I saw it because it's a, it's a Spike Lee film, and we support our Black actors, directors. Like, that's just what we do. So, of course, I was going to go see it. But it, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. But it definitely was not Spike's best movie. So I definitely felt some type of way immediately when I see how excited everybody is and how everybody says, you know, correlates this somehow to Black History Month being saved that Spike Lee won this Oscar. Now we're, we'll take it. However, I feel like we as a Black community are being shaded. It's like we are going to give you this award, but we're only going to give it to you when you are highlighting the KKK. It's like when Denzel got the Oscar for training day. Like we're going to acknowledge you black man, but only for playing a dirty cop after you've played all of these other amazing game changing roles, Halle Berry, we're going to honor you. We're going to give you this award for a monster's ball, right? Like only in the moments where you disrespect yourself, 
you know, you pretend to be a white man to infiltrate the KKK. Only in moments where you disrespect yourself by being a dirty cop. Only in the moments where you're willing to, you know, disrespect yourself are we going to give you this award. I feel some type of way. Why are we still seeing this as being the epitome? Still seeing this as being the top of the top. When you get this award, you have made it. This validates you. This means you are successful. Why are we still waiting on somebody else to tell us that we are winning Black people? Why are we waiting on validation from someone outside of ourselves, outside of our community, someone who doesn't get us? All of those other Spike Lee movies that we know are magical aren't so magical to people who don't get it. Do the right thing isn't so magical for you if you are not a black person and you just don't get the black struggle. Crooklyn is probably not so magical for you if you aren't black and you don't come from the black community. So why are we waiting on people who don't look like us, don't come from where we come from, haven't experienced the things, don't value the things that we value, don't see life under the same lens as we do? Why are we waiting on their validation? There have been plenty of other, you know, black award shows. But we shit on those. Like, we don't appreciate those. We don't value those. We don't value anything unless it's whitewashed. We don't want anything unless, you know, someone white says it's good enough. It's so crazy to me. It's just like the whole Gucci, Burberry, Prada, like all of these designers, these labels, these companies, Tommy Hilfiger back in the day that come out and blatantly disrespect Black people, the Black community. And we boycott them one by one, but boycotting individual brands is not going to solve the problem. Let's get to the root. Why are we still seeking validation? Why do we still feel like we have to, you know, have what they have or buy what they say buy or only value what they create when there's so many amazing Black brands, so many amazing Black businesses, so many Black geniuses right here in our community doing amazing things, but we we don't want to support them. And I'm talking about support beyond liking and following on Instagram, support beyond Black History Month, right? Actually spending money with one another, practicing group economics, circulating the Black dollar in the Black community. When was the last time that you spent money with a Black-owned business? This should be something that we're doing on a daily, weekly basis. We should know where to go to when we're looking for a gift. I know somebody that sells candles. I know somebody that sells T-shirts. I know somebody that, you know, provides these different services within the Black community. For almost every need outside of the grocery store, and, you know, those are becoming more popular outside of gas stations, and hopefully those will be becoming more popular There are Black business owners that we can be supporting. There are. You might have to do a little digging. You might have to do a little bit of research, depending on your area. But there are definitely amazing Black entrepreneurs and Black businesses that we could be and we should be supporting on a daily basis. We also got to stop disrespecting Black-owned businesses, but bowing down to everyone else. We go out of our way, Black people, to criticize and critique Black businesses, but we run and stand in line to give our money 
to other owned businesses. Why is that? Why is that? Like if, if a black owned business makes a mistake, you are literally going to blow up your timeline talking about this black owned business. You're going to go to Facebook. You're going to tell all your friends how to order was late, how to, you know, how, what, whatever little nitpicking thing went wrong, you're going to go above and beyond to let people know, but you aren't that quick to tell people when you're, when the service was amazing, you aren't that quick to refer a friend to that business. Let's be just as quick to celebrate one another as we are to tear one another down. Like if there is something that a black owned business could be doing better, why not send them a little constructive criticism and let them know how you feel that they could be improving, what your experience was like before you go tell people who aren't going to be able to, you know, make the process better in the future. They're not going to be able to make sure somebody else's experience is better. Why not be a solution instead of just adding to the problem? Let's really start approaching the Black community as a village. It really, truly takes a village to build a business. It takes a village to raise these kids. It takes a village to educate one another. Each one teach one. Like if I know something, I need to be spreading the word. When I learn a lesson, I need to be coming back and sharing it with you all. And vice versa. You need to be going out and spreading these messages, spreading your Black dollar within our Black community beyond Black History Month. We need to be valuing ourselves and supporting one another just as much and more than we're supporting everyone else. Every other community values themselves so much more. They support one another so much more than us Black folks. The Black dollar only lasts in the Black community for six hours. That means my Black dollar is going to leave our Black community six dollars after it leaves my hand. The Jewish community, that it's like 10 times that right? We are literally the only people who support everyone else. And then we make excuses for why we can't support our own. Even if it takes a little extra effort, even if it takes a little research, do your due diligence. Literally black power, black wealth is black power. The only way that we're really going to make a change, the only way that we're really truly going to start to see better for ourselves is by doing better for ourselves, realizing that we are all we got and stop waiting on somebody to come save us because it's not gonna happen. I don't know why these black billionaires have not gotten together to create a black city. Buy us a city and let's build this black magic. Like, I don't know why we feel like we gotta bow down to everybody else. Like, we're not going out trying to look like Europeans, aside from the hair weaves, black women. <clears throat> we're not running out here trying to look like Europeans. Nobody's going to France to check the latest styles. Like they are checking for us. Hip hop is where they are getting all of the ideas. Hip hop culture is what runs the world. When I travel, I see little boys in Peru, little boys in Asia mimicking hip hop culture. They're not mimicking anybody else's style. They are mimicking all things black. I saw a little Asian boy with fake dreadlocks. Like, it's crazy how much everyone around the world bows down to Black culture 
but they don't bow down, bow down to black people. And so we have to start seeing ourselves as the kings and the queens that we are. We are the originators. Like we have to stop bowing down to everyone else, but nobody's going to bow down to us until we recognize our worth, until we see ourselves as worthy. So my homework for you this week, watch Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors, not Hidden Figures. Not the NASA movie, but Hidden Colors. It's a four-part documentary by Tariq Nasheed, and it totally changed my perspective on everything and made me appreciate being Black so much more. I know that part five is coming out soon. I'm super excited about it. I want to do like a conversation party, like a listening, a watch party um, for Hidden Colors because it's so much it's so much that we got to talk about. Like it's so much that we need to just get on the same page about black people, but it starts with us valuing ourselves, knowing our worth, stop looking outside of ourselves for, you know, validation and accepting the scraps that, you know, everybody is willing to give us. We are good all by ourselves. And, and these, this lesson, especially about, you know, Spike Lee and, and feeling like we got to wait 30 years for somebody else to give us an award for us to feel like we're winning. That lesson goes across the board beyond, you know, the entertainment industry, feeling like you're not a winner till you get an Oscar. We don't have to wait for anybody to come along and validate us in any area of our lives for us to know that we're winning. You should not be waiting for anybody else to come along and tell you that you're winning. You should already know that you've won. You should be celebrating yourself. You should be celebrating your wins. You should be planning your own award ceremonies. All right? We have to stop waiting for other people to validate us because you might be waiting around forever. I hope that you are feeling empowered, inspired, and encouraged to get that ass to work. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to leave me a review if you are enjoying the show. I will see you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.